In case you haven't noticed, Jamie and Paula like to talk a lot. It's always funny, or at the very least, inappropriate. But sometimes there's just too much good stuff and the show runs long. So we've created Ugly Cuts. Here's what hit the floor this week. Did you record? I did. Okay. One, two, three, go. go. All right. Anyway, so yes, I think we should definitely talk about NAMI at the end of the show. Because... It's been this this holiday season is going to be rough for our family. So I think it's good yeah. to talk about it. And actually, it was funny because I was actually speaking to someone at my hair salon about the holidays and how things have changed. The pressure to be joyous and part of a family and celebrations and parties is like really being pushed everywhere you know whether it's media or social media you know people always putting their best foot forward on facebook you know showing all the pictures of family sitting around the table or you know being going out in the snow together whatever it is and it's like you know that's true but there are also a lot of people who they may post photos like that but it's not necessarily a joyous time for them for whatever reason so no, I mean, yeah, life is situational, and mm-hmm. and we only so, get to see the very best of people on Facebook, right? I mean, you really, who's going to be? <laughs> well, I remember when you know Victor and I were split up, and I was home by myself during mm-hmm. the holidays. Not like you know, I actually had the kids on the holidays, but I mean, you know, the holiday season lasts for like a month or something like that, right? You know, and oh, I'd Christmas, be home yeah. by myself, staring at the Christmas tree, you know, and. And that's when I smashed all our old ornaments. <laughs> hey, you're like our mother. She did that when, when, when her... She tore up all the pictures. When yeah. she and dad got divorced, she tore up all the photos with them in it. And then she gave me a box. She gave me the box of torn photos. Yeah, I gave Victor a box of all the broken ornaments. And <laughs> this is what you've done to us. Because even though we were split up, we always spent the holidays together. At least well, like Christmas right. Eve and Christmas Day for the <laughs> right. kids' sake. And so he's just like, where are all the ornaments? I'm like, oh, here you go. And so <laughs> he opened the box. He's like, why did you do that? And I'm just like, uh, why did you do that? So right. I'm yeah. just like, we're not married. We're not together. I'm like, this this is what it looks like. Yes. And so Congratulations on all your work. Yeah, pretty much. And so right. I just, um, anyways, clearly that <laughs> yes. was not, you know, it felt good at the time. And it was probably therapeutic and of all Of course that it stuff. was. But I my point is is that you know i i know people that mm-hmm. probably are you know going to struggle a little bit to be alone during I the know. holiday season or whatever it might be and um yeah, and honestly i think the world in general right now mm-hmm. we're like grasping at straws it just it feels like all i was going to say is is that um I don't remember now. Hold on, wait. Oh, last night, so Victor and I were talking, and I tend to go sometimes to a bad place um, in in the past. Sure, but we all do that when we're processing. And so he just said, I said, do you ever do that? And he says, no. And he says, and you scare me. And I said, why? He says, because he's like... I'm afraid your mind will ultimately just get the better of you. Mm. Because, I mean, really, that's like, you know, he can protect me from just about anything. But inside my brain, he can't, you know, there's no stopping it. And I'm sure that's probably very true of everybody. It is. We're all our own worst enemy. But um, he says, no, he's like, I'm trying to move forward and and live in the now and, Mm -hmm. and be at peace with things and 
you know, uh, move on and, and be excited and happy about the things that we have and what, what are happening. And yeah, I'm just like, but, but, I had, which is a very positive attitude. Well, and, yes and no, though. I mean, well, I everybody's different, saying. though. That's the thing is that everybody has to process. It's like I was listening to the show the other day. These parents lost their daughter. She mm-hmm. had a, an incredible heart defect and she lived far longer than anybody expected. I think she lived to be like 12 or 13 and she was supposed to die three days after she was born. Yeah, but even with those odds, I mean, what parent is ever going to think like, well, you know, she lived to 12 and so we're no, really, we're that, really happy. <laughs> no, but they were, but, but it, she was a, it was, you know, full time, 24 hour a day oh, care. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, was yeah. very stressful, but I mean, given the choice of losing their baby or having her for as long as they could, you know, they would take the latter. Right. But the point was, is that m- when there's a cataclysm- cataclysmic event in a marriage, mm-hmm. um, m- most of the time you don't, the marriage does not survive. And it's yeah. it's just the way it is because we're humans. We all cope differently. We're all very unique in the way we deal with emotional upheaval. And especially when you lose a child, that is ultimately one of the worst things that can happen to parents and it or not. If it is, it is the wor- worst thing. And so um, they were mad at each other at a, at one point because the husband thought that the wife was grieving too long, too intensely. You know, it's time to move on. Let's get let's get on with our lives. We have other children, blah, blah, blah. And she was pissed like, who do, who the fuck do you think you are telling me yeah. how to grieve for my own child? You know, where he would just he threw himself into his work. He he was doing the thing like compartmentalizing and just saying yeah. move forward. And it's like, I get it. I understand. But significant incidences in one's life, whether it's a health issue or a personal social issue or a marital issue or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody has the right to process it their own at their own pace, period. So, I mean, I, yeah, we appreciate one another because, you know, we realize, gosh, you know, something bad could happen to one of us. You know, one of us could oh, get yeah. sick or, I mean, you know, and, and like, the I odds are high. What would we do if something bad happened to one of us? Like I would lose it. I don't even know what I would do. I would. It would be difficult. It would be a difficult challenge. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. It would be hard. It would be hard. Well, anyway, let's let's get the show started. Start the show on that note. On on the note of someone dying. Let's. (laughs) Okay. Crying. Okay. So let's see. We're at twenty six forty. So I just want to remember I can tell Daryl when the show actually begins. 2644. <clears throat> yeah. 26 minutes? Yeah. I'm only showing 17. Okay, hold on a second. Let me look at my... You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Um, You're right. 1722. Oh, oh, so 1725. No, no, like, no. You're why right. Why are we off by no. nine minutes? <laughs> no, I was looking at um, Skype. Oh, we, okay. we were on Skype longer than recording. I have, you're right. My bad. Okay. Oh. It is the ugly truth. Welcome. <laughs> It was really weird how you were met. I'm like, why is she telling me all of this? We could we can talk about this on. Actually, what was funny is I was thinking about recording early in the week anyway. Oh, because... I was gonna like last Wednesday. Yeah. I was gonna message you and be like, you know, I totally could do a show this week. But yeah, yeah. It just it. I, but I didn't know what you were doing for Thanksgiving, and so I was just like, eh, you know. It was. You know what? Um, it was low key. We. I so just, I realized that when you go to these huge Hold on a second, Jamie. Where is the outline? It's um You just sent it to me, didn't you? Yeah. I sent it last night. 
But I okay. said, do you want to start with Thanksgiving or do you want to start with drunken fun? No, we'll do Thanksgiving first because drunken fun happened after that anyway. Okay, that'll be I was be going good. to start with a story, but we kind of started with something else anyway. It doesn't matter. We're, we'll get through. There's not that much to talk about. I mean, there is, but there's so much to talk about. We'll be lucky to get through everything is what okay. I was going okay. to say. Anyway. Um, I remember. She's always done. Although I think Thanksgiving, she usually went to her grandmother, I thought. She did. But. She she would go visit her great-grandmother, and um, but she would always come to our house the next day. Right. Because we go get our tree. So anyway. Right, right. Um, so Mackenzie brought her boyfriend over because he had to work at the um, old people. Oh, um, yeah. So he was only like 20 minutes away from your guys' house. Yeah. And, you know, he spent his Thanksgiving preparing turkey meals for because he works at the restaurant at a retirement facility. Right. But it's a high end facility. It's It's not not like it's it's not not an old folks home. It's not a convalescent hospital or something. No, it's not. But it's it's one of those like Del Webb Sun City, you know, but it's. Where you can buy your house for cheaper, but everyone's 50 or older. Right. You have to be a senior citizen. And so there's, but there are thousands of people who live in that community. Is it really that big? Oh, yeah. And so he was working from dawn till dusk creating, you know, and they they home make everything. So there's pies and all these turkeys and the dressing and all that stuff. And so it was Well, I'm sure everything was done by four. I mean. Well, he was at our, he got off at seven. Did you have PMS? Paula, I have been so fucking hormonal for two weeks. I, I'm begging for my period to start. But you know what it is? It's because I have two girls in the house who are constantly perpetually hormonal. So now my body is like I taking on. I thought you guys on... were all in sync. Not really, because we have a young one still. And I also have oh, one, yeah. you know, who's, well, I don't want to get personal, but I mean, she's on birth control. So things are not. Right. You know, everything's a, just just a smidge off, like a few days. But a few days in a woman's hormonal cycle is like a year oh God, to anybody awful. else. Uh-huh. No, I get you. So I'm sitting and I start crying and Sodero comes over and I, he goes, yeah, today was a lot harder than I expected. And I'm like. And, and you and know. And there's nothing you can do to make it come out? No. Not even and, and, drink and, like and grape juice or something? There's nothing. And oh my God, because that's awful. Because it's. Really what it is, is it's the intestines that are, like, inflamed. Right. And so they're it, – it, it's probably not even necessarily the diarrhea as much as it is the intestines that are right. just inflamed and irritated and, you know, all of that stuff. You know, when I bought the turkey and I took it out, it looked kind of, like, pinkish purple. And I'm, it like – bruised. And so I someone got in a fight before it died. Well, <laughs> they fought I told hard Victor, to stay alive because we bought it from Bel Air, yeah. and I said, um, and I got it was the Rayleigh slash Bel Air brand. Yeah, that's turkey. what I get. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I wonder if I got one of those free range ones or something like that. And mm. like, you know, this is what it's organically looks like Maybe. or something. And you know, it's because you know it wasn't on steroids. Organic hormone free f- uh, meat tastes very different. Um, it's, you know, we're, that's what it's supposed to taste like. It's kind of gamey. I don't know. It's very gamey. Yeah. I, I agree. I've had, and I've had everything hormone, was dark. Yes. I've had hormone free, you know, everything, beef, pork, you know, chicken. I've never, I don't think I've had hormone free turkey, but when you get the organic stuff where they, these birds basically just ate seeds and whatever right. was on the ground <laughs> right. and then somebody says hey i want to show you something and then they knock it over the head and that's it you know pretty much well and it and it was These a little thir- hormone it was only 13 range. pounds yeah, so, so i mean yeah it looked like we were eating a like a marathon runner turkey <laughs> 
And <laughs> yeah. so, so it's like you look at those and you go, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, we're not supposed to have these super huge, like, you know, turkey breast size of a ham you know yeah i was a little disappointed i mean it was pretty lean and Mm -hmm. and of course it was overcooked so everything was dry oh dear and then um when i was in the bathroom victor was was uh, it crunchy no he started on the potatoes and so Um, which was fine i was happy he did that yeah but we bought like you know the five pound bag he cooked he made all the potatoes oh well we had like a giant popcorn bowl of full potatoes. of mashed potatoes. After I served everybody, it looked like we had just taken one scoop out of the bowl. And I'm like, okay, wow. I'm like, we have a lot of potatoes. You got to freeze those. They they're still in the fridge, I'm sure. And so, oh dear. Yeah. Anyways, well, we whatever. finally anyway. ate around seven. I barely ate anything because you know I was well, just <laughs> you know I needed a Pedialyte by that point. <laughs> Or an yeah. IV fluid because mm. I was just not. I ruined the Clear cranberry fluids. sauce because I forgot to add sugar. And so it oh. was just, you know, cranberry. I think I put like apple juice in there. I don't remember. But, you know, I put something in there to help it. Cranberry you know. sauce. But it, <laughs> it's it very was, tart. God, it's like. No one could eat it. Someone, you know, it's like your glands came out when you. <laughs> oh God! It. Well, it sounds like a a banner year at the. Uh, it was house. awful. It was just, uh, and I just kept apologizing to everybody because oh, I was like please. so sorry. I'm like, I'm like, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. You know what? They they know their their truth. They, <laughs> they do, and they didn't really care. I mean, nah. it wasn't like you know they eat a big rolls deal. anyway. They they eat rolls and they eat all the sides. They don't really yeah. even and you know realize that. It's this huge, but it is a lot. It is a task. It is an, a huge task to well, do. The planning, because you got to decide, you know, what you're going to make. And yeah. it's the side dishes that, you know, you're always trying to figure out. And then you've got to do the timing of it because certain yes. things, like, because I didn't stuff the bird, I had to wait to make the stuffing until after the turkey came out. Yep. And, you know, yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's definitely a coordinated it's like spinning plates. It's a coordinated thing. I'm, you know, I've done it enough now that you know i know what what to do and it doesn't matter how big the kitchen if you only have one oven you only have one oven you can't get it all done you've got to kind of like you said you have to time it out really well but Mm -hmm. i um i i thought everything ours turned out pretty good you know uh the bird was felt a little undercooked to me oh so we you know we fit we remedied that but it other than that i mean it everything turned out okay i'm I'm kind of deciding that I'm not a huge fan of turkey, roasted turkey, as much as I used to be. I don't know why. I just, it's yeah. kind of flavorless to me. I mean, the gravy and everything surrounding well, it is what makes it what taste I, good. I cover everything in gravy. Yeah, so. me too. And the gravy, my gravy was really, it was a little salty, but it was super delicious. I always make super salty gravy, but yeah. it's just, I think it's probably because the turkey itself is so bland. Do yeah. you do the thing? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I've always done this, and I'm assuming it's just a mom thing. What? But one year, you know, inside the turkey, they give you, like, you know, the little bag of goodies. Yes. And um, so I was preparing the turkey, and I put in a little tiny pot on the Mm -hmm. stove the gizzard, the heart, the liver, the neck, and everything. I added some water, salt, and pepper, and then I let it do a low boil for, you know, a long time. Right. And so one year, Victor asked me, he's like, you know, I've watched you do that for years. He's like, why why do you do that? Because our mom did it. And I said, well, I said, my mom did that. And 
I don't know why other than that. I said, I just, I need to have that little thing and then I'll yeah. feed it to the dogs because <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what else what do. to do. Every year, that's what I do. No, I, I, I don't do the use, neck anymore, but I do the rest. Oh, I will use the water, the water in the gravy sometimes, yeah. but... Um, it's just, isn't it funny that we just do things that we? It's a weird we don't tradition. Know I, know. I know, and I don't even know what our mother did with that stuff. I really don't. Well, mom and I used to like. You um, ate it. Her and I would eat the liver. Oh yeah, you know what? Our mom loves liver. It's yeah. true. Mom she and I used liver. to eat chicken livers. Yes. And so <laughs> turkey is not, you know, it's, it's not the same. To stretch, yeah, it's just the same thing basically. Yeah. So we would do that, but it's just, yeah, isn't it funny the little things that you pick up? And like yeah. my mashed potatoes, I always am like, okay, I'm like, I've got to get heavy, you know, whipping cream yep. or half and half or whatever, yeah. you know, unsalted butter or whatever I'm doing, you know, um, I use a lot of, you know, cracked black pepper. And <laughs> so you've seen the movie Drumline, right? Um, uh, eh, most of it. Okay, so you know the scene where him and the guy, Nick Cannon and the guy um, are like having like a drum off in the yes, music room yes. and then they both end it with the f- pointing their drumsticks in each other's face. Okay. So he posted the picture of the him and the other guy pointing their drumsticks at each other's face and he says, um, you know, when your mom and your aunt both bring macaroni and cheese to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so you're like, I was what? like, I know. And I know. So I didn't know what that meant, but now that you said that, I'm glad you said that because I yes, know I it must be. Yeah, no, we, we didn't really so. care for any of our cousins That's growing up. That's not true. But we looked forward to it, but our kids love yeah, each other. Yeah, when you see them for a long time and you're like, yeah, like our kids, like when oh they see God. each other. They're it's, so excited to see each other. It's, it's like it's their really brother cute. and sister. It really so is their close family. It's very but exciting. Yeah, I um, I don't know. What was I saying about that? Oh, oh um, I was saying that I was in the bathroom and I so I was, that's what I was doing with yes. Thanksgiving when I wasn't cooking, was <laughs> right. looking at hashtag Thanksgiving with black families. I absolutely freaking loved it. I thought it was funny. Okay, so I think we've more than covered Thanksgiving meals. Well, I couldn't believe we're almost at an hour. <laughs> we're talking way too long about everything okay. but that's okay. okay i'll just tell daryl he's gonna have to just chop up thanksgiving quite a bit and then put it in ugly cuts if he wants okay it's, it's so only but i want to talk to you about, about this drunken fun thing okay so are did the are the hormones covered in the drunken thing or no no that's completely separate okay because i do want to talk to you just briefly about does did daryl ever do anything dumb like during the next couple of days or what yeah you know what let's go ahead and just go to hormones i'll give you the drunken fun another time but no i want to hear i want to hear why you were so hungover. i will well let's talk about the hormones and then we'll get to it um victor's like did said something or something and she's like oh here she's like here i'll um i'll get you oops sorry it's all right um just kind of like you know i just you know casually glance so i'm aware the bill comes and I'm watching him write the bill. And I don't know if you do this, but I'm always, I watch to see what they leave for the tip. And so. Depends. I always mention it. I always mention something about gratuity when we've had a particularly good or bad experience. I don't know why. I just somehow think that like, I don't, not just him, but probably all people. Mm-hmm. I'm just afraid they're incapable of giving a proper tip, you know? Because some people, you know, just like are, you know, boiling a pot of giblets. Some people are trained as youngsters, their dad or mother tips accordingly, and they stand by that 
regardless. And sometimes we pick up those habits. So people are like, I gave her 8% and that's a good tip. You know, they and they get really like eight percent. I'm just awful. saying. No, I know. I'm just saying oh. as an example. Back in the day when fifteen percent was considered a lot, you know. Oh, okay. Now it's now the standard is twenty percent, which oh, it is. is yeah, I still always think it's fifteen percent. But it's anyways, <laughs> well, I think what I was thinking is is that it was like the first year they um, came out with like their big beach tote bags. Yes, and I was thinking like, oh, you guys go to the beach all the time. Okay, okay. And so I'm like, maybe she'd like, you know, this tote bag to yes. you know, put water bottles, sunglasses, you know, sunscreen, whatever it is in there. Because it was, I think it was like a more of a cotton material on the inside. It, yes, it was, and, it's, it was nice. It was just, I remember looking at him going, is this a diaper bag? Because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it was so odd. And he goes, no, it's a purse. I'm like, this is a purse? I said, okay, thank you. And so he- You set it down, didn't you? I did. You know, no, it, it's like a triathlon. You it's know, a thr- or, it's a thrill of the chase, or it's like what are those? Uh, Always. What are those things that uh, they call them? Like a the man Marathon? race or whatever. Those oh things are called, yeah, or, what are those? Oh, those mud run things. No, like the real one. Oh, oh, I don't what know. Is it like a oh Iron, Iron Man? Iron Man, Iron Man. That's what. Yes, it is. we are the like the Iron, Iron Man with the Iron Man of relationships. Endlessly. So okay, yes. So you, yes, yes. I was driving around and I'm just like, God, I'm like, I haven't driven my car in like weeks, it feels like. (laughs) It feels so cold in here. Well, because the kids had been off track, so I'm not taking them to school every day and picking them up. And then every time we went somewhere, usually we were going somewhere as a family, so Victor drives. And so I'm like, God, I'm like, I I need to, (laughs) I guess, you know, refocus here and everything because it was... It was nighttime, and um, I was going to go do some Christmas shopping by myself. Yeah. And so I I had a little bit of a headache, though. So I was just like, wow, well, everyone's lights are so bright, and I, oh, this is a yeah. two-lane road, and oh, my God. But it was I was being dumb. So yes. anyways, well, I went to Ulta. Okay. And I was doing some shopping for the girls and the, our nieces. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Oh, wait, is this your ugly and awkward moment? Yes, it's my oh, ugly okay, and Oh, okay, so we're moment. doing the ugly and awkward moment now. Yes, sorry. Okay, go. We're doing our ugly and awkward moment. So I was at Ulta, and um, I was doing some Christmas shopping, and I was like, this is the thing about Christmas, is every, wait, I'm like, sorry. I, I'm sorry. What? Can, can I just do the official intro to it? Because Daryl, he's already going to struggle with the show. Okay. So we need to do, like, a hard intro. <laughs> Well, you know, it's been really cold lately here mm-hmm. in Sacramento. I mean, yeah. today it warmed up. But, um, you know, like in the morning, it's like below freezing. It's freezing. And, I know. I And then it. in the evening, it's when the sun set, it gets really cold. It so does. When you're it does. like, and I had to park kind of far. So like when you're like coming in from the cold and then you come into a store that's probably like 70 degrees or, you know, 60 well, degrees or whatever. Well, it feels sweltering then. Yeah. And it you does. And coat on and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know, you're all hot. So. Well, you've ex- you've over-explained yourself. I am justified know you're in my sweat. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, I need to talk to more people. Like well, life, like life people. I mean, I what? love social media and in fact Victor and I were talking about that the other day he's like I understand that the internet can never go away like Mm. with you he says you have to always have access to it I'm like I do I really do I don't know why well you know you are 
you are a social person and you, you have been going through some trials. And so social media is a great way to keep you social. Yeah. Um, well, and I love my I actually I think it's really cool. I love that we have friends all over. I, I do, just, too. You know, I, I mean, instead of just here immediately in Sacramento, there's, you know, people everywhere. And I was I was actually I was telling Daryl this in the car and I told him I said I'm a little I'm feeling a bit reserved about discussing it on the show. But um, because I'm not going to use anybody's name or anything like that. And it can really apply to just about anybody. I think we all have people that we know on our friends list like this. But, you know, given the circumstances of the world lately, especially with the French um, terror attack mm-hmm. and Syrian refugees and the immigrant issue and the political world in which we live in with Donald Trump and, you know, Ben Carson and Ted Cruz and these people who are fa- frankly saying very f- scary things to me. To me, they're they're scary. They ins- well, they're just not politically correct, well, which is I- kind of funny because that's the whole like that's how the phrase was coined was politics Politics. they have to say everything politically right now i'm i'm okay with people not being politically correct what i'm not okay with or what what concerns me i should say is when people start traveling down the road of bigotry or uh (laughs) creating uh you know some kind of fear about specific segments of society you know that that concerns me a bit and so yeah like referring to refugees as rabid dogs yeah or or just you know saying we should put them in databases or you know i don't know or turning them away you know build a wall around our country kind of stuff and if you historically if you look at it um the the united states has never been kind to anyone who's not anglo-american i mean every minority including some white minorities like the irish or the swedes have been you know suffered from others uh, well, I mean, lack of un- understanding or to- or tolerance for that they matter it's basically not basically took the land by force i mean it wasn't yeah. even our country right it, it, i mean we were you know initially the, we were the immigrants and so but but regardless of that um you know it does incite a lot of of computer anger and people take to their computers to mm-hmm you know, issue their frustrations about our current president or or supporting those who feel the way they do. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting things a certain way in your life. But but at the suffering or the ex- extradition of others, it that's when I start getting a little concerned. I have a, a person that I'm um, friends with on Facebook who is incredibly right winged. Mm-hmm. And when I say right winged, I don't even mean Republican because I don't have a problem with true Republican people. Actually, they're just a little more fiscally conservative than others. But when you start to wander into someone's bedroom or body, it's you're no longer just a Republican, in my opinion. No, you're something completely different. Their social status is more conservative, I guess. Right, and so that <clears throat> not even though because if you look at history, Republicans didn't necessarily say no to abortion. Well, there's you know? a difference between a Republican and a conservative, though. Oh, that's true. You're, well, you're right. Social conservative. You're, yes, you're correct. Well, this person really hates immigrants. Anybody oh. not white um, doesn't want them on their street. Won't doesn't you know doesn't want to frequent the the, the stores that they're surrounded by because they're all owned by a minority. Um, things like that, and then that's... invites me to lunch. Oh, and the problem I have with it is. They're really nice people, great people. Um, but overall, are they? Really? well, that's the thing. 
And so now I have to start wondering, do you think that I agree with you? Or do you think that we're just supposed to ignore what you put on the internet because it's not real? Or, you know, I, so I'm like, I'm really struggling because it's like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to say, would love to have lunch with you. But wow, how can I sit in the same vicinity of you knowing how you feel. And hello, I'm a fucking minority, by the way. I'm Mexican. You know, I'm not exactly a whitey. So I'm I'm struggling with it. And it's like, I I have unfriended people for being racist or hateful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not, you know. So why why is this person the exception? They're not. Well, I unfollowed them. So I don't see it anymore. But I mean, you're still friends with them, though. Well, this is a very recent thing that happened. That's why I was I wasn't sure how I felt about it about talking about it because I'm no I know I'm not the only person. There are people who have really surprised me that I know on Facebook. Their okay. responses or their feelings about matters and I'm, <clears throat> I'm quite surprised. And it's really weird because I I always I guess I always thought that this day would come that somebody I know would say something incredibly inappropriate in my for me, uncomfortable for me. And yet it's like it's this really weird conundrum. It's like, are you really this way or are you just kind of riding the wave of intolerance? Because it's 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 everywhere. So everybody's kind of getting on that ride in their own form or fashion. It's it's really a weird thing. Well, I know for me, I I mean, I I have friends that I have unfollowed because um Actually, no, I don't. Well, yes, I do. It could be just maybe because they just... Well, I don't want to talk about it publicly, I guess, but... See, that's the thing is I don't either, but it's becoming... It's just but becoming I have, a thing. I have unfriended people because of of basically, you know, a pervasive viewpoint that I socially do not agree with right and i'm just like you know what then i don't you know yeah we knew each other in elementary school or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be but you know you don't like black people and i can't get on board with that so (laughs) i'm it's like you know right i don't we don't need to be friends and um and and i've unfriended people for lesser offenses offenses i've Mm -hmm. unfriended people for just being you know an asshole unkind or negative or you know something like that and and i'm just like i just don't need that in my life i I will say yeah i will say that i am really really okay with uh with you and i not you but you know in general terms people that i choose to associate with on a social media platform, I am really okay with us not being on the same page politically or morally or, you know, style or whatever. I mean, I'm cool with it. But at some point, I think you have to really look at yourself and 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 really wonder, what is it that you're really angry at? Are you angry because we have a black president or because you think he's Muslim or, or something of that nature? Because mm-hmm. that to me is so uninformed. And, and trust me, I'm not saying that this guy's been the best thing that we've ever had, but when you start to cross a line where it becomes like a you're you're attacking somebody on a personal level, it's no longer you're not talking about legislation and you're not talking about you know policy. Now you're talking about his daughters or well, or his oh wife God. or Are you're you talking me? about the color of his skin or you're talking about you know. Uh, that's unacceptable. Or Muslims. Absolutely unacceptable. Or you're talking See, about somebody's religion. Like, and Daryl and I talked about this, and I said, listen, first of all, 
This country has always crucified people for their religion. Don't ever let anybody think just because we have the freedom to practice our religion that it's ever been easy. It ain't easy. Look at now. I know that Scientology is a horrible example, but that is considered a religion by the, the law of the land right now, and they are being thrown to the dogs for their practices. These are people who are willingly doing this. Yeah, this isn't somebody who's forcing anyone to do anything. They can walk away whenever they want. Is it easy? No, but they can. You know, it's what's next. I mean, do you, even back in the '60s when JFK became president, he was Catholic. Everybody was outraged, outraged that a Catholic would ever be a president of our country. I mean, it's never been easy to practice your own religion, even though you have the freedom to do it. So now we're turning our attention to the Muslim faith. Well, who's no, next? Is Islam. Islamic faith. Who's next? You know, who's next politically? Who are we going to attack religiously next? Well, I mean, I think it's just, you know, extremists it in is general. Extreme. People, people get extreme. And and so because they're safely at home typing away. Well, and there's certain, you know, the Internet is is definitely, um, you know, good at letting people remain anonymous or doing things inappropriately. And in fact, Victor and I were just talking about this the other day because, um you know, Victor gets nervous about our show sometimes oh. um, because, you know, we get friend requests from people that we don't know and yeah. um, and and they could be listeners or they could just be strangers. I don't know. I don't and if take you did send a friend, I don't either. I don't either. Um, but, you know, it, it frightens him that. You know, there's these people out there that can do and and we've had some problems in the past, not like big problems. But I mean, there are people out there, you know, who sent us like, you know, like porn sites and not spam, but saying like, oh, I listen to your show. Is this the kind of thing that you like? Yeah, that's really weird because I don't get any of that stuff. I did. And so I I think that's weird. I think it makes them nervous. Um, well, you just, yeah, I understand. You don't know people. And, and so, and so the internet, it allows you to kind of, and we talked about this, like, um, when we talked about like the sister wife show, mm-hmm. that lady that totally got catfished. Yeah. Um, it's like, you could literally, you can literally create an entire life mm-hmm. and, and, and persona and, and, and make people believe in this and it not be anything of what you are yeah and and and, and still be discovered and still live it but that is extreme and so my my perspective and this is what i teach my children is you know i know a lot of people don't care for our present president Mm -hmm. but he is the president of the united states you have to respect the office and you have to respect that position yeah that's how and, I feel too. And and when it comes time to campaign and vote a new one, then we will see what the country votes because that's, that's right. That's when the time comes. I exactly. said, but for the last two terms, he has been revoted or voted in yeah. as the president. It seems like the the people that are so discontent have the biggest mouths as far as being well, able to... and they to... don't represent the masses, I'm No, they sure. don't. I was reading something that, um, like, for example, Trump, he has, and Daryl will probably cut all this out, but Trump has, like, a 32% support of the country. That means most, almost 80% could care less about him. Well, 80%! I mean, it's That's 32% huge. of New Hampshire. 
okay. of the people but that's voting not even half. in that's that's more than more than half don't want to have anything to do with him right that's but what i'm saying is is like yeah. these numbers are so skewed because i yeah. used to get upset about the like the numbers yes. and victor's just like Polly. he's like literally they polled like a hundred people in iowa and 30 people said yeah I'd vote for that Trump. were republican yes that are republican right and not it's not even like they asked democrats or something you Hell know no <laughs> and and this is how the numbers shaked out i think it's because he is so he's so uninformed and he's so rude and he's just just such a buffoon that he makes all the headlines victor thinks that because i told him that i said i'm like oh i think it's like watching midgets wrestling i do and victor's like i don't think that's what it is i'm like well what do you think it is then and he's like i think that because of where we are right now as a society he is saying all the things that people think but won't say and i disagree he, completely and he says and so i'm like so kind of like our podcast we say what everybody's thinking but won't say i don't make fun of people with de- degenerative diseases and no, i certainly don't think that um the islamic faith as a whole is a terrorist society and, and i don't think chrissy tegan and john legend are bad people for donating to planned parenthood yeah i mean i don't i don't have i don't agree with that statement whatsoever i don't think he says yeah you know what i read um that the majority of his supporters are white shockingly well they're they're called they are not they are barely high school educated and they are below the average medium income but that may be the republican sample right now that's his sample that's his sample i just read that today yeah there are people who are angry because they're not making enough money that's really what it is. Right. And they blame everybody else but their own self. That's the that's the way of the world now. You know, that's but it's not though. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's not to me. I don't think that's yeah, true. At all. It's I think most people work their ass off to get what they have. It's unfortunate that um things are the way they are, like timing wise and where the country is, you know, socially, I guess, mm-hmm. and and um because I think there probably are really good candidates that are not, you know, curling people's toes because they're just not, you know, I don't know. Like, I always talk about Jeb Bush, but, like, he (laughs) has really nice things to say. Like, I really like what he says. Jeb. Jeb will fix it. It makes... Well, I mean, compared to the other things... Oh, I know. he actually knows what he's talking about. That's the difference. Well, he has experience serving. I was just thinking that it's like, if you want to run for the biggest office in the land, the most powerful I... office in the land, it's like, don't you think you should understand what it means to be a civil servant, what it means to dedicate your time to leadership, you know, leading people and governing? I mean, it's not just about, you know, money and throwing money at the problem. I mean, I'm a big fan of throwing money at the problem, but not when it comes to a community. You know, well, I mean, I it takes look... more than that, I think. I always look at it from like an HR standpoint because that's what I know is I'm like he's trying to change industries Mm -hmm. and he's basically trying to become the CEO of a company in that industry that he's never worked in. And it doesn't work. You can't, you know, he why why didn't he try and be, you know, like a congressman or a senator or even easily he easily could have he could have been. Why not mayor? He could have easily been mayor of New York or something. Why couldn't he join a, you know, the local, you know, county district board or what? I mean, but his ego is huge. Well, he know, he thinks 
I can't even, I don't even, I don't even know why we're talking about it. Actually, we always vowed we would never discuss politics recording. But anyway, um, well, we're not really recording. I mean, we're recording, but we're not recording. No, I know. Poor Daryl. I, you know what, though? It's fine. We're recording okay. early. He can get through I mean, it. <laughs> well, okay. So I will say tell this, him, though. Tell him. I will the, say. Okay. Let's I, close and we'll stop recording. Hold on, though. I will say this. We are not pre-recording before we start because that threw us off. I think that threw us off. I think if we just did a hard start like normal, we would have gotten through our outline and then we would have concluded and then we would have kept talking. But I think it was a poor experiment. I don't think we should do that again. Oh, like it kind of it just threw us us off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so mark the time right now. I'll I'll close. Um. So that way, when he so he can cut out all the stuff if he wants or he if he wants to get the clothes for the show. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, okay, yes. Go ahead. Okay.